Hello everybody. As you probably already know by now, but I need to remind you, this multi-award winning podcast is all about everything to do with dating. And of course, that often includes sex. Yes. So we're going to be talking probably quite frankly about sex and occasionally from time to time when the situation requires it or desires it we'll be using probably some naughty words so please bear in mind that this podcast may not be for everybody but I really hope it's for you Welcome to Accidentally MILF Online Dating Adventures After 50. I'm Angel Bliss and you are all our AmFam gang. And we love having you with us more than you could ever know. So here with me tonight are the fabulous Freddie, the ravishingly beautiful Richard and of course the amazing Johnny Two Ts. I like a big cheer. And I am so excited because sitting right opposite me now is one of the most beautiful men in the whole wide world who was also my very first Bumble boyfriend, you, you were my Bumble boyfriend. You weren't my Tinder boyfriend. You were my Bumble boyfriend. That is a step above a Tinder boyfriend. He is beautiful. He's got lovely long twisted locks, and everybody knows how much I love a twisted lock. And his name is Jack. And I'm really happy that he agreed to come on. We, we are, you all know if you heard the episode last week, that he was my very first boyfriend that I found on a dating app. And we, sadly, our relationship did not stand the course of time. However, even better than having a good relationship, we became really good friends. And we also ended up working together on something which we'll talk about another time. But we're really, really tight friends and he is one of my go-tos for dating advice and I am now one of his go-tos for dating advice. The slight thing I'm concerned about is he hasn't heard the episode yet that we recorded about him. So, Jack, would you like to would you yeah. like to hear that? Yeah, I think I think it's time. <laughs> I'm here. Do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us who you are and you know, give us a bit of detail about who this amazing Jack person is. I really don't yet. <laughs> He's I a bit wanna shy. hear yeah, I wanna hear it you know first. What? What's going on I've here? Never, but my name is Jack. I never thought of you as being shy, but you're getting a bit shy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a good part of me. <laughs> anyway, it was a very good sport last episode when we phoned him up and he had no idea that we were recording the conversation. So what we're going to do is play back the juiciest bits of the things that I said about Jack in the last episode and we're both going to have our fingers on the pause button and when we want to pause to interject, that's what we're going to do. We can press the button and add our thoughts. So when you hear this noise, that means we've paused the tape. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. (laughs) I don't know if I am. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to play it. (laughs) Let me grip my drink. (laughs) Are you ready? Is your bit coming up? Okay, I suppose I'd better tell you the date story. So I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are? Is it? Is there, is, I think we've kind of gone past you the start, point of no start, return. Playing shit. <laughs> <Play> shit. Okay. 
sure you'll hear this. <laughs> yes, I do. Why don't we talk first, then I'll play it to you. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, here we go. Actually, I'm looking forward. Play. Okay. <laughs> I matched with a guy. He just seemed cute. He was also 42, so a bit more age appropriate. He had two kids, all right, 20, 21. So, like, that to me levels the age. Like, we both got kids. Is that true? But the fact that you had two kids that were similar ages to my kids, you were how many years? You're 14 years younger than me, I think. Were, are. Mm -hmm. But I felt that there wasn't really much of an age gap with us because our kids were the same age. So I felt like because you'd had kids young and you had kids the same age, it kind of like leveled the playing field a bit. Did you, yeah, right? yeah. I believe that too because it's, it's like you get more serious. Like I just turned an adult faster than you yeah. did. So that it wasn't How old like, were you when you had your first kid? Um, 21. 21. Yeah. That's really young. And then me. the next one, 22. So it's fast. Yeah, wow. it wasn't no time spent. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I did really love about you from the beginning was that you really loved your kids and you were clearly a really brilliant dad. And I think men underestimate how sexy that is to a woman. Like, if a man is a good dad to his kids, it's like, oh, it's a woman's dream. It's like a primal thing. Yeah, I don't really look at it like that, but it's good. That's I mean, tight. I know you yeah. don't do I'm it like, so yeah, you can tight. be attractive yeah. to women, obviously. <laughs> no, but that's a really a really positive attribute to have if you're a man. It's a bit like a man who has a dog and really loves his dog, like because you, you, you're showing love to something. It's like I, a really I good dig it. In my terms, it'd be like I seen a woman that seen I was good to my kids because they seen a potential stepdaddy. Oh right. So oh that's no. A turn off. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I was never looking for a stepdad for my kids. No, God no. It no, happens no. though. Oh, does yeah. it? <laughs> I suppose it's if their kids are younger. All right, should we go back? <laughs> Here we go. We we arranged to meet in this bar. And this is me in the car on the way to the date. Here we go. Good evening. <laughs> Hello. It is me again. And this can only mean one thing. And that is that I am on my way to another date. I have high hopes as always. I don't have high expectations at all for this one. <laughs> I have a feeling that it's oh. going to be nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, nice. So this is this is right this is right before you meet me. Okay. Okay. No, keep on going. No, keep on going. I want to hear it now. Um, but I decided to meet him. He's interesting. He's cute. He seems really quite keen on me, um, which is always a really nice bonus. And I need to look more for that rather than the other way around. I think when it's unbalanced it doesn't really tend to work out um no matter how hard you might hide your enthusiasm for somebody i think they know instinctively and, and it puts them in the upper-handed position and puts them off i think fundamentally is that right so if if you get the sense that a woman is more keen on you than you are on her is that like automatically a big turn off no you no. like it when someone's keen on you. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Interesting, really. Mm -hmm. Even if you think they're more keen on you than you are on them. 
No, not not if it's more to where it's so obvious. Yeah. But you want somebody that's keen on you to make you feel like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know. But this, you can be too keen, can't you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah Talk sure. about what that feels like as a man. It makes you feel standoffish, like you know what I'm saying. You want to kind of like be your own presence, also. So you kind of take your presence away from what you was trying to build with somebody. So you take it away. But that's kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? If somebody really wants you and really wants to be with you, why then take a step back? Like, doesn't that... Like... Sometimes that shit is overbearing. Sometimes it's just too much. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a fine... Like, if you're really into somebody, though, then you want them to be keen. Yeah, just not too much. Come on, where, we can't... Where do you find... Like, we need... We, we women need to know this information. Where's the line to draw? Like, where do you stop being where does when is too much too much okay so i'll tell i'll just tell you this okay i had one person that was too keen on me and it started off with where you at and stuff like that which was cute you know what i'm saying it's cool you know what i'm saying i'll tell you where i'm at just so you can be safe and secure and know where i'm at and then it started off with being um you're supposed to be here and then what i'm saying is at the end of it which was a short period of time at the end of it it was Call me because something, I think something's wrong with you. Oh. Do you understand? You see, see how you just, thought, oh. that can be overbearing. That's what I'm talking about. And it yeah. does happen. Yeah. Advice time <laughs> for a woman, a woman who feels like quite insecure. A woman's really into a guy, but she feels a little bit insecure about how he, he is with her. And she just wants to keep texting him. How, what advice can you give to women that are in that position who who are like insecure and they're going out with somebody but they feel like the guy is a bit less keen than them what's the best advice you can give for her to get with somebody else that's insecure so and they can match up to like leave that. him alone yes because, or can, you because play a, can you play a strategic game though and just pull back and pretend you're not that keen and just like bury your that's own... when you're pretending that's not a real relationship oh, wow yeah so if you're really into somebody and you want to see them more than they want to see you, you literally should just walk away from that person. Is that what you're saying? I think the best thing to do in that scenario is just withdraw and only give somebody, only invest so much that they are willing to reciprocate. So if they've texted you, yeah, text them back. But don't text them and then text them again if they don't reply. Like, you invest in them as much as they invest in you and never more. Is that No, it? no. No? No, not at all. That's, I mean, that's that sounds so much of just the total equal where it's 50-50, just everything 50-50, and that's what you're thinking in your head. Yeah. So sometimes you want to go an extra mile. Sometimes you do want to text a couple of times, but you don't want to do that shit all the goddamn time. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Right, but if, like, you, <laughs> if you feel like you want to, but you know that you can't because they're going to think that you're clingy and needy... Well, that's the, the problem, because you feel like you want to, but you're thinking too much, and it's not like you're just being yourself. That's it. So what's the best thing to do? Be with somebody you can be yourself with. So if you're really into somebody, you're and and they're not as into you as you are to them. Your advice is walk away from that. Yeah, relationship. get into somebody that's gonna be into into you. Yeah. What I tend to do is literally just match what they invest. Like if they text me, I'll text them back. If they text me again, I'll text them back again. But I I won't. Repeat. I like I like somebody that would text me and I don't even text them back. They just automatically know. I can text them every once in a while. I don't even I don't even want to text back. 
I can just say hi. I don't even want to hide back. It's like it's too calculated. Should we move on? Yes, because I, I want to hear now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stalling for time. I know. I, I feel it. <laughs> Driving to North Hollywood now to a bar. Kind of a bit annoyed that he's asked me to meet him at a bar at his end of town rather than him coming to my end of town. I don't want to <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, oh, really? <laughs> what? Oh, Thoughts really? on that? <laughs> nope. Keep on going. <laughs> what is next? But I thought, well, why don't, you, why don't we at least meet halfway? I mean, I don't know whether he's got ideas about me going back to his house or anything. I'm just... Keep on going. So why did we meet in North Hollywood? Why did you pick North Hollywood? Because it was it was familiar. It was an open place that didn't have hard liquor. It was a place where we can play games. I already knew. It. I didn't know about too many other places going too far out. I just knew that this place was like a cool place. I had the pool tables, the darts, like other kind of grown up games. Yeah, so it wasn't. Good. It was like more of like okay, if she can accept a beer and hang out and play pool, then like she's cool there because yeah. it's the kind of things that I like to do. So really, that's what it was. It really wasn't too much about being around my house because I just don't go out too much to further out okay. my little area. Go on, I'll let you but that's tight. That. I like that you said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> so I parked my car and I walked to the bar and I was a little bit nervous <laughs> and I saw this really cute guy standing outside. It was really actually quite sweet because he was like waiting for me to arrive and making sure I got in okay. So that was like major brownie points. That was very chivalrous, Sophie. Do you remember you're outside? Mm -hmm. Do you always do that when you go on yeah. dates? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. No one has ever done that for me before. They always meet you inside of a place, but it was kind of... Yeah, for sure. So we know how I felt on the way to the date. How did you feel? Can you take your mind back to that fateful evening, how you were feeling, what your expectation or hopes were for it? I really don't expect too much, and I wait for the wow. You know what I'm saying? So when you came in, you was exactly, it wasn't a catfish, for sure. It was the same person, and then it was kind of like you had a brightness about yourself. So I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. And then when you seen the environment, you didn't have a problem with it. So I was like, okay, it was another cool point. So I didn't see a red flag yet. Yet? What do you mean yet? <laughs> oh, we could have some fun. <laughs> I just did. I didn't see one yet. <laughs> okay, let's carry on. It's just really sweet. And we really gelled. And at the end of the night, he was like, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, I've, I haven't had a boyfriend for 20 years. Yeah, it was really like that. It was really like that. And it was really sweet and nice. And he wasn't like trying to have sex with me. It wasn't like at all. It didn't seem at all to be like physically motivated, which was. Thoughts? <laughs> No, I want to hear what's going on next. We apartment, we watched movies, we chatted, and it was really nice. Yeah, I know I said in the car on the way there that I definitely wasn't going to go back to his apartment, but I just felt safe with him, I trusted him. Advice on that. So I went back to your apartment, I'd never <laughs> met you before. Did you judge me a little bit because I did that? No, no, I didn't. Um... 
it was just kind of how how we jailed. That's that's it. It wasn't like nothing extra. It was like we jailed. Were you hoping to like get lucky? Like, was it? Did you at all have sex on your mind? Nah, nah. We was faded. We were faded. Yeah, were we, we? I was drunk. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was drunk. Were I had to have a couple of shots before I met you, so uh, so I had a couple shots. Because I wasn't before. that drunk. Oh, good, because you just got to the bar. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> and we were only drinking beer. I had two beers. I think that was it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a beer drinker. So I got the most. Like mine, I got the most like strongest IPAs for me. Oh, okay. And I got your beer. So oh, then I, that's, yeah. that's I, that, a bit sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> I didn't know how the night was going to go, so I was like, let me just have some drinks and play pool. Okay. Now the embarrassing bit oh. is coming. Oh. Me on the way home, I think. Hang on. This is me on the way home in the car, completely blissed out and loved up. <laughs> oh. It's, um... Right now. That hormone in your brain isn't it's not serotonin, the loved up hormone, what's it called? I can't remember. Um I feel kind of drunk on it. Um I can't speak, I'm so like blissed out. You were good. <laughs> Clearly you were good. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously my main concern is just like grabbing the first nice thing that is offered to me. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> it's First question. Okay. I'm gonna start before you do. Go on. Did you do that right after you met me? On like, the way did... home in the car. On, on the, the way, way home, home in the car. car. In tw- at twenty past four in the morning, I said it's for real. Twenty past four that in the morning. Is crazy. Why? What's crazy about it? <laughs> because I've never heard nobody talk <laughs> say something like that. I knew I was after, gonna do after. I was. I knew I was gonna do a podcast. 
I, from the very first date I went on, I thought I need to record myself on the way to the date, and I didn't know why I was compelled to do it. And then I just did it for every date that I went on ever since. I knew I was going to do some sort of. I cannot wait around. to hear your other dates. <laughs> <laughs> quite a few of them. <laughs> not, I mean you could you could either say I'm not very good at dating because I've not got a boyfriend <laughs> or you could say I'm really good at dating because I've been on some really funny ones okay. and met some really <laughs> good right. people um but yeah I, I, I promise you that's completely genuine and that was recorded in the car on the way home why are you surprised does that not tally with your memory of the the day like no it does it's just to hear that you don't hear that from a woman. You don't hear anything, even even if it was bad. You don't hear you don't hear like the aftermath of somebody right after the date. No, like, I suppose well, other not, people like, aren't doing podcasts like this. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and not also that you'd be very unlikely to hear it if they did. They might like record it into like yeah, a diary it doesn't cam, seem but like, like they don't just... invite you into a studio and go, "Here's this really embarrassing <laughs> thing that I said about you." But that's just a testament to um, our friendship now. However, it goes really bad really fast. If you if you want to carry on listening, it's not it's not all wine and roses from here on in. That's that's how life is so far. I, I want to hear I want to hear the rest. Are you ready? Yeah. Don't judge right me. Right now. Please don't judge I won't. me. <laughs> in a moment, Jack and I are going to be continuing our dissection of the demise of our amazing love story. But I just want to ask you, Johnny, are we all deluded if we think that we can find someone that we're going to be truly happy with? No. Like, we all have this vision that um, when I meet the person, but, like, is that a reality? Is that... I think people just settle, don't they? Yeah, I think some people do. Do they? Yeah. A lot. I think a lot yeah. of people settle. Well, not us, though. Do you... What about you, Richard? Do you think you're going to find the one? I think under the right circumstances, people can align who are a good match. Yeah. Forever, though? I'm just more concerned about getting through the day. You know, who knows? You can die in a car wreck. You can uh, yeah. just don't. We start thinking about we, in terms of forever. On, we put this whole relationship thing on a massive pedestal, like it's a big goal. But mm -hmm. actually, just the journey's the goal, really, isn't it? Just take like, things as they come. That's too many people, yeah. and that's where people slip up as they look at it in terms of. Uh, will this be the one? Is this my eternity? And just, yeah. just focus on having a good time with them in the moment. But then if you enjoy dating too much, then when you find the one, you're always going to feel like you're missing out. So, like, you, you kind of well, shouldn't yeah, enjoy dating too much. It's good thing, that it's awful, really. Well, with these apps now, there's everyone has FOMO because, like, oh, I met someone cool, it's great, but... Maybe there's someone better out there. Maybe, you know, I'm on the toilet. You know, maybe if I just pull up this app while you know I'm on the toilet, you know, I can swipe and find someone even better and more attractive who's gonna like me. It's like this never-ending loop. I remember, loop. I remember going to meet somebody on a date, and he, I was going to his apartment, and he was late, and I sat in my car waiting for him swiping. I was like, I swiped right out. I swiped right life. after sex. Like when she goes to the bathroom, and I'm already oh, swiping. Really? Yeah, it's it's a bad habit. Or you swipe before, like I get to the date, and let's say it's in a neighborhood that I normally don't have my mile range. I'm like, oh, I'll just swipe in my car for a second to see what the prospects around here look like before I go on this date. Mm -hmm. it, it's and it's almost like uh, just this 
we're programmed now. To, we, we don't even realize we're swiping until we're swiping. I never felt as liberated as when I just removed them all from my phone and didn't do it anymore. I, uh, I definitely go through withdrawals. What would you do? do you, why don't you do it for a week? And see read what more. That's what I do. Um, I have no interest. It's like it's like someone <laughs> saying, "Oh, I can quit cigarettes anytime I want." And it's like, but I don't want to, you know. Right. Okay. No, but I just loved. It was like, oh, it was like a burden lifted off my shoulders. It's a full time job. It is, and I get it, especially when you do get a lot of matches and you have a lot of conversations, yeah. and it's all the same bullshit. I I need like an algorithm to just answer all the just yeah. bullshit questions at the beginning. Because it, it gets old and I get tired of looking down at the phone and texting. Yeah. And that's when I get exhausted from it. And I'll take days where I'm just like, I have no interest in fucking swiping. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a bit like a hamster wheel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It just, you're running ahead just to stay in the same place, really. Like isn't Sisyphus it? pushing the, the boulder up the hill and roll back down. Yeah. Well, I would but recommend get... a, hol- a swipe holiday at least. See what it feels like oh, for a week. That would be maybe like that a... could be a mission between now and the next uh, session. <laughs> You'll come in sweating and shaking. <laughs> we do get that dopamine rush with the new match. Most people want the yeah. thrill of the match. It's like opening a little present. Like who did I match with? Yeah. Who did I match? And once you see who you matched with, and they're attractive, it's like. Well, that was fun. Let's go find someone else to match with. I mean, I actually think as well, even if you've no intention of actually, and it's, I shouldn't say this really, but I think for women who were in my position, it's actually, you, there's nothing to lose by just putting yourself out there and see who you match with. Even if you've no intention of meeting anyone, it can give you a confidence boost to know that there are men out there that mm-hmm. find you attractive. And a lot of women do want that boost and they have no intention of meeting. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like don't treat the apps like they're uh, a serious husband finding tool treat them like you you have a fishing line in the water or a crab pot or something or a lobster pot and and you go to check on it every now and then you see you know what lobsters you netted or, or what crab you <laughs> or if you, if you got a fit or you cut a fish on the other end yeah. and that's how just treat it as something secondary or, or in the background as opposed to like this is gonna get me yeah. the one but you have to be very thick-skinned as well you have to to be very very careful i think that if you go in there really naive you could get seriously burned i mean I th- i'd be very hesitant to recommend it to a lot of people that i know now because i don't think they'd have the the um the what's the word they, they wouldn't have the skin for well, it a lot of women so. have to deal with guys on those apps. guys don't like being rejected and a lot of guys get mean on those apps so if they delete, feel that they're delete. being i used to try and justify myself and no, placate them it's like don't just, explain yourself to anyone just lose them but it's i like, have oh, friends go. who've been on okcupid who are attractive and they'll get a message from a guy who's looks like someone you'd swipe left on yeah. and they'll get a message from a guy who's just being preemptively shitty and mean to them because they're attractive and it's like uh, the guy knows that he has no chance of ever matching with them so he's like fuck this bitch i'm gonna fucking say something mean to her and beat her to the punch before she can reject someone like yeah, me yeah so there's a it's that's horrible a little there's like this silent war that's being waged on these yeah. apps yeah do you think they're a good thing or a bad thing apps i think they're a great thing if you just want to get laid and have fun but i don't think that i think they've rewired people's brains and they've they've altered uh courtship forever and uh i think ultimately uh, they've destroyed uh a lot of promise of of real long-term relationships and and how things are done but that's technology for you right there 
do you think they've made infidelity a lot more easy? Oh, yeah, and without question. But then if you're going to be unfaithful anyway, it's just, aren't you going to find a way to be unfaithful, or is it just that there's more temptation? There's more temptation, for sure, and it makes being unfaithful a lot easier. But if, if you actually are motivated to go on an app when you're in a relationship that's meant to be committed, then you've already committed the act of being unfaithful by even dipping your toe in that water. And wouldn't I you just look for technically. somewhere else? But like, it's yeah. like saying, if I, if I, if I really want cake, mm. then I got to go out and buy cake, you know, whereas, you know, if you have cake in the fridge, it's, so if you have cake in the yeah. fridge, you'll probably eat it. But if you want cake, right. are you really yeah. going to go out and get it? Even if you right. don't have it at home, yeah. it's like I don't buy junk food because I don't want to fucking eat it yeah. when I'm hungry. Yeah, and it does help, but yeah. like the apps make everything just much easier. Yeah, yes, and as you know, Johnny, the apps is where I met Jack, and we we need to finish off talking about the demise of our relationship. But you need to tell us about that sex toy that you were telling me about before we started recording. So we're going to come back to you shortly, but. Let's just finish off the Jack and Angel love story demise. I came home, I was like, oh, I've got a boyfriend. Oh, I've got a boyfriend. And, like, you know, I was, there was a honeymoon period of a good two days. About <laughs> 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 two days. And then um, about four days after we first met, we were meant to meet again. So he texted me, he said, oh, I have something to tell you. I thought, oh, with a woman always and this arranged to go out on the Friday said I don't get paid till next Thursday so can we just like stay in and watch movies and get and I'll cook for you I was like yeah that's fine I was like I was expecting that he was going to tell me something terrible and he was like, do you remember that yeah yeah, I yeah. Was, you sent me the said oh I have something to tell you my heart just sank I was like Oh, not again, not another <laughs> shyster. He's married, he's got a girlfriend, he's gay, he's this. All. I was so relieved when you said, I don't get paid till Thursday, can we stay? And I was like, hell yeah, great, brilliant. Okay. You said to me, I knew we were going to get on when you were cool with that. But true? Is that true? Yeah. If I'd said, no, I'm sorry, that's not good enough, then that would have just been the end. Like, that it means would, yeah. that you're not compatible, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would have been cool. I genuinely didn't care. Like, yeah. I kind of prefer to stay in, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like after we jailed outside, then now we can feel like we can be in the public. So now we feel like, you know what I'm saying, we was already at the house, so it's like we can mm -hmm. be around each other. So mm -hmm. it didn't matter the circumstance. But I have to say, like, it's not going, like, I'm not going out. The law of natural selection will dictate who's right for you because... We shouldn't be saying to women, oh, just accept that. If it doesn't, if it's not acceptable to them, because they're not going to com be compatible with that guy. If they want someone to take them to fancy restaurants, then move on to the next guy. That's going to take like, it, yeah. There's no point pretending. If it doesn't work for you, then brush your hands of it and move on. Exactly. Exactly. There's no point trying to mold yourself and fit somebody else's criteria if it doesn't fit for yourself. Yeah. So you're better off to be completely honest about your wants and your expectations. And then okay? why not test it out? Be honest. Yeah. Like test it out. See if yeah. it works. It's like I don't want a man to fall in love with somebody that I'm trying to be because I think he'll like that. I want someone to fall in love with me, the real me, who I really am. Because you can't keep up a facade for the rest of your life. I know some people try to do that. But it's a mistake. You're just wasting your time. Find the person that actually fits with you. 
Yeah, exactly. Should we carry on? Uh, um, go. And they went around to his, his hat and he was just obsessed about watching stuff on TV. Like, literally, <laughs> just watched TV all the time. Like, it was just literally Netflix series, Netflix series, Netflix series, and, and like, not really much talking. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that that night when I came round, I feel like we didn't really talk. We just watched stuff on the TV. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And did you? Is that what you wanted to do? That's exactly what I wanted to do. You just wanted to chill out and not yeah. be bugged by some woman asking you loads of questions about yourself. I just wanted to chill out and try to get into a vibe. And was I annoying? Yes. <gasps> was I? <laughs> <laughs> That's Why? what made me want to watch more. Really? Why? What yeah. was I? What was I doing? What was because I... it was like it was the vibe. Like you started off, you started off vibing. We was into the movie, but it was just like the questions about the movie. So oh, I was like, I'm, I'm really bad at watching. Yeah. So I was like, okay, do I need to start, stop, start, stop? And it was right. kind of like being a, like a start, stop. Oh. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, okay, let me just see if we watch something else. And I seen it. And I was like, it's it's happening again. What? Because I was like not getting the plot of the movie and asking you to fill me in on what had just happened. Yeah. And then you'll ask questions, just random questions. And then you'll forget, forget about what's happening in the movie. Right, so like it was that, like yeah. a random question about myself. And then right after that, a random question about the movie, about what just happened. Okay. And then another random question about myself. And then another random question about the movie. So yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 so that's when the rot started to set yeah, and you like, started oh, to go shit. off me. Okay. <laughs> we were together, what, how long were we together? Four months or something. And I just never felt like he was really into me. You know, like... I never felt like you were really into me. Thoughts. <laughs> oh, oh, thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, our common denominator was like film and shit, like TV. Like that's where a lot of our conversations start. Ended yeah. Up about just like the uh, projects. Yeah, the projects, and then just like the love for it. So I thought you was so into it to where you was kind of like me, where you watch it all day, but you don't. Like you're, <laughs> you're so much different when you shut it off. So that's where kind of like this the barriers start breaking because i'm somebody that really tune into the tv and tune into what other people make and tune into like people yeah. that's already done it yeah yeah richard did i has he got away with that one who's winning in this in this tennis match i didn't know that somebody okay i gotta put my game on now <laughs> ready for more mm -hmm. you want to feel like somebody's into you and like gives a shit about you and like i think he liked me but i just think he had other priorities and other things so was it because i asked questions when we were watching tv that you went off me is that what, is that what <laughs> <laughs> that's tight no that no why? no that wasn't why that wasn't why um no you can keep on going no it wasn't why though and it very quickly became apparent that we were just going to be better friends than boyfriend and girlfriend. Is that right? Yeah. We talked about it. It was right. Did we? Yeah. We had a conversation about it. Like, it was right because we started figuring out that actually we can be better as we working together. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started coming up with the ideas. Mm -hmm. that, and then we came up with a project. Can you imagine if we picked the other route? Like, where would we be now? Like, what would have... 
would have probably broken up. Yeah, and then you probably ago. would. You probably couldn't stand me. I probably couldn't stand you. It probably was like you know, those. Like it's just probably been like bitter. What, like you know, say you know, how, you know how shit is. Probably like ah no. Like <laughs> I actually feel like we'll always be like for life. Now we're buddies. Like yeah, I, I feel like yeah. our relationship will be until one of us dies. Right now. Oh, it will, for sure. And if we'd had a romantic relationship, the chances of that would be extremely slim. Because when you're friends with somebody, there isn't an expiration date, yeah, unless no, you fall yeah. out, I guess. But you're much less likely to fall out with a friend than you are. Like a real true friend. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. yeah, no. We would love you to join our Accidentally Mill family, the AmFams. Please visit our website at accidentallymilf.com where you're going to find links to all of our socials as well as some hints and tips and even a shop where you can bag some goodies as well as lots of other information. Let's build a fun and supportive community of AmFams on Facebook and at accidentallymilf.com. Now we're talking about sex. Oh, shit. That is real really hard to explain. Try. Freddie pushing yeah, me. Like, <laughs> leave your clothes on the living room floor type sex. And then there was a period of like two months where we didn't do it at all. Yeah, like, and that's especially then early in exactly. a relationship. And, and it went, it was like we'd been together five years, about a month in. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I love doing that. What are yours? You. <laughs> what are yours? Hold on, you, hold on. Well, I think I'm, it's I'm just sure. what you said before. It's like it wasn't. It wasn't one of those like sexually motivated relationships. It was more about a connection over mutual work interests, I guess. And I don't know. Not really work interests, because I don't think it of it as work so i think it was more like a common thing for it's like kind of like artists come together and then right. they have this passion about what they do and the passion brings them together as people right. but then they understand that their passion is something deeper than them actually being in a relationship to actually build a passion right. to the world so it's just different or can oh, i float this to you what's the or can i float this to you could there be, and I said, I've mentioned this to you before, could there be like a bit of avoidant in you so that like when things start to feel like, oh, I'm getting close to somebody, you just recoil and back away? I think that you're an avoidant. I, I really believe that you're an avoidant. Yeah, I am. I am. I'll say that. Like, are you scared that. of actually really connecting with somebody on a sexual and spiritual level so that you're like really vulnerable? No, I'm just paranoid, not scared. Paranoid of something that's going to go wrong. Okay. You always think of a head and it's like, okay, this is not going to be right. So that's the, that's what I would say. You mean you self-sabotage? Yeah, yeah. I feel, sure. yeah, this is for what sure. I, th I think that you've self deliberately self-sabotaged this relationship. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I think the outcome of it was was supposed oh, to happen. and it wouldn't ha And it wouldn't happen in a different kind of surface because we wasn't in a world to where it was me and you wasn't yeah. going to meet in the streets, but look yeah. how we are now. So, right. so I don't, I didn't go, I didn't go for it in a relationship with you, like fully automatically. It wasn't just yeah. automatically. Like it was like, I met somebody. But on the first night you did on the first night, it was like, 
perfect, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then I start, we started talking and we started gelling and figuring out who he was. And, and then, then I was, started uh, interrupting your movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So what went wrong? I mean, a lot of things went right with our relationship. Hence, mm-hmm. we're here now. Mm-hmm. A lot of, th- and, and the best outcome happened because we'll be friends for life. I know that. Mm-hmm. But from a romantic perspective, what went wrong? That's a good question. Oh, I can think of something. I can think of a little tiff we had, actually, which I forgot to mention in the episode. I remember going on Bumble, and I don't know how I knew, but I saw that you'd been on Bumble since we since we met, so I thought that you were cheating on me, and that made me insecure. Oh, and you did admit <laughs> you did admit that you'd oh well I messaged someone because they wished me happy new year remember that yeah so I started to like doubt you and think oh I don't know if I can really trust oh, don't know if I trust him and I didn't see you very often I only saw you like once a week which was another kind of well if he's that keen why does he only want to see me once a week kind of thing you don't have to preserve my feelings I can take it honestly I'd rather know. We got so wrapped in and what we can actually do together is like the attraction left with me. Yeah. And the more attraction is what we can do together. Yeah. And it's like if if I mess with her actually and shit does go bad, then what we can actually do together will go bad. You question everything. Do I? <laughs> yes. Do I? <laughs> Did I really? Yes. What about and now as a like suppose like as a boyfriend? The questions, though. Like, what it's kind like, of questions do I ask? About everything. Like, see how many questions that you just asked? Like, yeah, I know I, you want to know. Interviewing well, see, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, allowed yeah, to. Yeah, but that's <laughs> how you do. You interview people, though, sometimes. And yeah. even outside of but what we're doing. thing? Yeah, as, as a boyfriend and girlfriend or somebody that's in the relationship, yeah, sometimes that's bad. I didn't know I was too inquisitive. Do you think that, Richard? I kind of see it now. I think about it. But you, you don't learn if you don't ask questions. You don't learn about somebody. If but your not... your speed is not everybody else's. Oh, okay. I don't ever want to feel like I can't ask my boyfriend or my partner a question that I want to know the answer to. It's a good thing. Wasn't in your case, though, was it? No, no. <laughs> it was pushing you away. Yeah. Okay. Why didn't you tell me that? I would have been offended if you'd said, "Don't started, ask me questions." Yeah, I started kind of try to give you a little gestures and try to watch a little bit more TV or like you know what I'm saying chill out. A little I was bit more. a bit offended though that you didn't seem to want to talk to me. You just seemed to want to watch television. Yeah, because it was so much hitting my brain. Like you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we move on? Mm-hmm. One night, he invited me around. Oh, I'll cut you dinner. Oh, I like this story. And he lived in a tiny apartment. Just got a tidy up the apartment. I'm going to cook you dinner. Come, I said, what time shall I come? I'll come about eight. So I got there just after eight. And he'd obviously just woke up. My place was an absolute mess. And I was like, oh. I thought, he said, well, you should have said you were on your way. I'm like, well, you said come at eight. And, and you were going to cook dinner. He said, oh, would you go and buy some burgers? <laughs> so like was, the next minute I was walking to the burger shop buying burgers for us to go and eat them in this messy apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. you got to put your hands up to that one. Yeah. <laughs> would you... Like, that is that happened exactly like you said, like you said it. 
You fell asleep. I know it was fine, really. Yeah, yeah. And I was fine about it. Just it was a yeah. funny story to yeah. tell. But I did. I was drunk. Oh, were you? Yeah. I didn't know you were drunk. That night I was drunk. I'm not the kind of woman that needs a, a, a dinner cooked for me anyway. But, yeah. But got walking to the burger. I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute. What am I doing? And, but you did, though. That was tight. Like, you actually really did. <laughs> and brought burgers back. Exactly. <laughs> I can be a good girlfriend. <laughs> See, his girlfriend, he already has you. He has no incentive to listen to you anymore. Yeah, and so then what happened was I went away and I came back and I kind of deliberately, I did what you did, I deliberately picked a fight so he finished with me. And I was annoyed because it was like, hang on a minute, I was breaking up with you. Boyfriend. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember exactly where I was at, too. Really? Where yep. were you? I was at work in the parking lot on the phone, walking in circles. Oh, where are you? Mm -hmm. You were mad. Yeah. You were mad. Yeah. Even though we're really good friends now, we've never really had, like, a relationship post-mortem talk. We have now. Oh, first time for everything? Uh, no. Yes, we have now. I think that might be a first. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming in, and thanks for being so brilliant and such a good friend. Yeah, And thanks yeah. for not throwing me under the bus too badly. <laughs> um... I know you have a million brilliant dating stories, so what I'd really like you to do is come back and do yet another episode with us. Will you do that? I, I can dig it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> brilliant. All right. So, Johnny, just before we go, where is it all headed? What's next for us? Sex robots and all that shit. Yeah. I don't want to be with a robot, though. I mean, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Have you tried anything? No, I haven't. But I'm Have sure you you've been with plenty of men who feel robotic. Exactly. So. Have you ever been with a blow-up doll? No, I haven't even used a flashlight or a portable pussy. So, uh, flashlight? It's like a flashlight, but it's got like a like a fleshy silicone substance. You jack off with it. Oh. You, you've never heard of that? No. Well, you know what a portable pussy is, though, right? No, never heard of that either. Have you, it's, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> it's, but now they make I've heard these of real... people doing it in liver, cow's liver. It's similar to that, I guess. But, like, <laughs> there's this whole, like, now with technology, like, people think of, like, AI. You know, people, people buy those real dolls and, like, develop relationships with them where, like, the dolls look like humans, but they're lifeless. The robots are next. And... It's women already have their the vibrators and Sibians. You know what a Sibian is, yeah, right? What's that? It's like a, a little saddle with a, a vibrating dildo on it. You sit on and you ride and grind against it. No, never heard of it. Sibian. That's yeah, S Y B I A N. Okay. And I actually knew a girl who named her daughter Sibian. And she She's like, isn't it beautiful? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, we're almost at the very end of the episode, so it's just time to recap the three top tips that we have learned in this episode. Number one. I'm very tempted here to say, don't ask too many questions, but actually the exact opposite, in my opinion, is true. Ask away as many questions as you want to know the answer to. And if the guy doesn't like the fact that you're giving him loads of questions, he's not the right guy for you. So ask away. Tip number two. 
don't compromise your standards just in order to appease somebody that you're going on a date with. If, for example, your date suggests doing something that you really don't want to do, don't be afraid of saying, no, I don't want to do that. Because if you find yourself agreeing to something that's not sitting right with you, what you're doing is you're moulding yourself into a relationship with somebody that doesn't quite fit. So be very careful to maintain the standards that you've devised for yourself. And number three, if you feel that something isn't working in your relationship, don't be afraid to break it off. Being single and happy is much better than being in a couple and being miserable. we got to go now but we will be back again next time there'll be more dating chat we will have Jack back once more to share some of his and I promise you they're totally bizarre including an audacious catfish story and another one where he was actually held hostage by one of his dates we will also of course have Johnny and Richard and Freddie are going to be here too so it's going to be a great one next time so thank you to all you AmFam gang we love you so much for being here please carry on sending in your messages and your voice notes we love your dating stories I'm going to keep on using them in the show and whoever's voice notes we use gets a great prize please give us a review please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends especially those that are single please follow on social media if you go to our website which is accidentallymilf.com you will find all the links to all of the socials i want to inspire anybody who is on the fence about dating to give it a go be cautious of course guard your heart learn from my mistakes but above all really have some fun and keep an open mind thanks to freddie thanks to richard thank you to johnny tooties and especially big thanks to the amazing jack stay safe out there especially if you're online dating lots and lots of love to every single one of you out there good night This podcast was brought to you by the fab team at Glistening Productions. It was produced by Angela Smith, Jeff Tetro and Terence Holloway. Music is by Epidemic Sound and the theme music is by Ten Towers. Studio producer was Freddie Chopper. Studio engineer is the lovely Richard Venti. Consulting producer is Phil Parsons. Executive producers are Angela Smith and M. Jacoby. And I'm your host, Angel Bliss, with special guest Johnny Tooties and Jack Meehoff. Glistening Productions. <laughs> <laughs>